0: And welcome to Books Unbound, the podcast where we unbind books to get to their hearts. With your hosts, us, it's Ariel
1: and Raylene. <gasps> hey. What's up? Yo yo yo. Yo-yo. Oi-oi. Oy, Oi-oi. Oy.
0: Oy, oy. Um. <laughs> this is gonna be a good ep because I accidentally bought way too many
1: books. Ooh, I should guess like, how many you bought.
0: It wasn't until I got home that I and I finally like put them all in a pile that I was like, what the hell was I doing? <laughs>
1: Okay, I guess first question, was it from one day's worth of, sh- of shopping or was it over a few days? It
0: was it was over a few days. It was, like I'd mentioned on the last episode, and you guys obviously all saw Lena was here visiting, mm-hmm. and I mentioned on that episode, we were going to be doing most of the book shopping at the end of the trip because yeah. that's when we were going to be spending time in Halifax and stuff. Oh. And so we had a couple of days of hitting up bookshops, and I also got a couple of books in the mail. Ah oh, yeah, that's um, dangerous. So yeah, you should guess how many books I bought. One, two.
1: Three. Okay, I'm gonna guess that your total haul is 13 books, and I'm gonna guess that you bought 10. You're correct wait, 10 <laughs> six, seven, eight,
0: nine, ten. Eleven. I bought eleven.
1: Ooh, okay. That was close.
0: And then two more were given to me.
1: Okay. I was just one off. Yeah, you
0: were just one off. You're yeah. act- you're, I, actually, you did great. That was pretty really awesome.
1: Good. My psychic powers um, are almost, almost finally honed. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very well tuned. Um, but yeah, it was such a fun week having Lena visit. It was like a really big, proper visit. Mm-hmm. You know, like it was. It was. It was more than a week, which is the oh, most I've awesome. ever had anyone visit me. Yeah ever in my entire life (laughs) that's (laughs) wild when else have i ever had somebody visit for like nine days it was really really fun and um i'm a little sad she's gone because it was just so much fun to have her around Mm -hmm. but also i'm a little bit excited to like get back into my life yeah like it was just one of those things where it's just like the many weeks beforehand before her visiting i was just like getting ready for her to visit yeah. and then the 10 days that she was here i was just like fully being there with her yeah and i'm like wow that was so much time and i'm like excited to get back into the swing of work and and also reading like i just <laughs> yeah. miss reading and i'm like god i feel like i haven't read at all in a month and i'm like cool that's okay like i don't i don't I'm not upset about it, but I'm also excited to just go back to them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, and I have a lot of books that I'm like really wanting to read for fall because I feel like fall is here. Yeah,
1: I have a whole. This happens to me every year. I have this like mental list. I'm like, okay, these are all the yes. books I want to read, but it's like 20 books, so I know that it'll yeah. never happen. I'll probably read four, but there's just so <laughs> many books that you want to squeeze into the the spooky season. Yeah. But also like not even just spooky, but like the fall vibes. You know, like, yeah, like. I always think think of reading like boarding school books in September because I'm like ah back to school like that's a good time oh, and that's then you've true. got spooky totally season true. with October and then November is like sad books I don't know it's like yeah sad book November yeah <laughs>
0: um, how has your week been anything interesting going on um, over there
1: nothing super interesting I honestly haven't been reading that much either because I and I can't get into any of the details on the podcast Ariel will will know things about this but I've been with one of my best pals we've been planning a party for our other friend and I can't give any of the details but it is the most intricate party (laughs) I've ever (laughs) ever undertaken like I can't I'll I'm so excited to tell you guys about it it's not happening until October so like late October so yeah get ready for me to tell you all about it after the fact but it's really crazy. I've never had to think so hard about a party before. So it's really taking up a lot of my, my brain space, but it's so it's fun. So it's awesome. It's possibly the most fun party I've ever planned as well. Like I'm having so much fun coming up with this stuff, but it's like, wow, it takes up a lot of your brain. So
0: I have been getting little um, hints here and there because obviously I'm not involved in this party in any yeah. way, but uh, Raylene will occasionally be like, look, I just crocheted this and i'm like
1: there's crocheting involved for the prep of this party oh there's (laughs) you don't even know how much crochet is involved in this party like we have made about 10 elements so far and there's still at least 10 more to go
0: oh my god and like i don't know there's i like like you said i won't say anything but there's been a lot of things uh, that are involved and it's been so so fun to watch you so that is cool that that's been taking up a lot of your time yeah it's a fun
1: project Uh, i haven't ever had something quite like this like Last year we did birthday parties for each other, but it was a lot more toned down. It was a lot easier to just come yeah. up with and then move on. This yeah. is like, oh no, oh no, this oh, is going to no. take a while, which is why I'm glad that we have like a month and a half to figure it out. Yeah, seriously. Um, <laughs> it involves costumes as well. That's another thing I can say.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does involve um, elaborate dress. Yeah. Yes. You sent me your costume and yes. it is, I I just stared at it. I was like... <laughs> wow (laughs) it's pretty crazy and it's It's not for halloween
1: it's not even for halloween that's the funniest part are you gonna be doing a separate costume for halloween um usually well i think i talked about this last year around halloween time but my office does really crazy halloween stuff so I will definitely be dressing up as something for that. Oh my be- God,
0: yes. Last year yeah. was the whole Stranger, stranger things, things.
1: Yeah, which we thing. won. I don't know if I talked about that, but our our department won for that the whole costume and decor Woo. situation, which was awesome. So we're trying to like one-up ourselves from last Whoa. year. So we haven't come up with any ideas yet, but I'll definitely be dressing up for that. Um, but outside of work and this party, I, I mean, I might just wear the, one of the costumes at home on Halloween. Yeah. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween's on it's a true
0: i do like dressing up for halloween because it's just fun yeah like it's just I fun love to dress dressing up, up.
1: I love and this. handing
0: out candy <laughs> yeah to the little children i'm like here you go that's true Woo-hoo. maybe
1: maybe people will come to my house i've never actually I yeah haven't, i haven't had a situation yet where i'm like in my own house for halloween yeah because you used to be in an apartment building i was in an apartment kind of right before or like up until a month after Halloween, so yeah, yeah. maybe we'll hand out
0: candy. That's a great. That would idea. be. I bet you it'll happen. Oh my gosh! I um since we're talking about all of this stuff, um, Halloween prep, etc. Mm-hmm. I have started a knitting project.
1: <gasps> Let me grab it. Oh my gosh! Yes. Isn't that funny? That's so funny. <laughs> Who knew
0: <where> Ariel <laughs> could knit?
1: That's a big <laughs> surprise. So
0: basically, I went to the a bunch of yarn shops and also fabric stores with Lena mm. because she does a lot of knitting. She does a lot of like clothes making. Mm. And I just thought that it would be fun to take her to a bunch of beautiful Nova Scotian ones. Definitely. <sighs> and I just got a little jealous. I was like, this is all, this all looks so cute, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I want to do a little project or something. And so I picked up four... Of these little yarns almost oh they're, they're so very big. small they're like um for our audio listeners they're like three and a half inches tall by like one and a half inches wide like just little balls of yarn I don't
1: think I've ever seen such a small ball of yarn
0: I know it's so cute <laughs> they were only three dollars and fifty cents and it says a musling free and recycled uh felted tweed yarn I don't Ooh. know what that means but I'm just like I all know what it
1: is they look really nice they, but they were only three dollars and
0: fifty cents yeah, each that's awesome
1: i love tweed yarn that's
0: the best stuff it's really really nice and so i bought two one in a dark brown one in a light ish like uh brown and yeah caramel and then one in a pumpkin green (gasps) and one in an orange or a pumpkin orange yeah and basically i've just pinned everything like what what is that i need to understand basically i'm creating a bunch of triangles (laughs) that i'm going to do as a bunting as a garland
1: As a fall autumnal gar... Isn't that so cute? Okay, wait, I love that. That makes me want to do something like that.
0: I know! So I've so far... My goal is to make three of each color. Yeah. And then, like, put them all on a string or whatever, and we'll see... How that goes i'll i'll that's update incredible. you guys on my little fall project because basically i learned how to knit when i was in grade three mm. these are the knitting needles that i was given in grade three
1: <laughs> they're so tiny
0: <laughs> yes because they they were for a child yeah,
1: they're so <laughs> miniature
0: that's funny it's so funny um but these are the only knitting needles i've ever used in my whole life
1: because you I can just only get... make tiny projects because they're tiny i can needles. only do
0: little things yeah
1: <laughs> i love that for you um
0: But yeah, so that's been fun and put that's been putting me in the fall mood for sure. And while Lena was doing like her little crafting while we'd watch a movie or whatever, Mm -hmm. I would be working on my little triangles, which is perfect because while I do know how to knit, I really only know how to do one type of uh, yeah, stitch. And yeah. just like throughout, I can only do that one thing. So I'm just like, I'm just going to do very simple triangles, bunch of triangles. Mm-hmm. I can do
1: that. Do you think this is going to uh, inspire you to keep knitting after this project is done? Like, do you think you want to make more? Definitely
0: stuff? not. Definitely not.
1: <laughs> <Okay>. No. <laughs> I understand.
0: I have i really like that i know how to knit and that like when i get a little idea like mm-hmm. i'm gonna make a little bunting i have the amount of skill necessary to do that and yeah. it will come out cute and nice yeah but i don't enjoy knitting like i've seen people enjoy knitting where they're like they want to whip it out at every moment and yeah, they're like yeah. are really excited looking at patterns and um who knows though like what Who knows? Maybe imagine if I become a giant knitter. I just feel like it's not me, really.
1: (laughs) No, that makes sense. That makes sense. I have a friend who is obsessed with knitting and crochet and like, every like every couple of days she'll just like send me something else like oh look i made this outfit and it's like what do you amazing. Mean? how did you and she's like yeah. just comes up with things like she doesn't even follow patterns most of the time and i'm like she's got a crafter's brain man i do not have that i have to follow youtube <laughs> tutorials gift. if i'm gonna do anything special oh, which is my yeah. form of crafting i love doing it but i have no ideas
0: <laughs> yeah like you follow a guide or whatever exactly Ooh. i need
1: someone to give me an idea and then i can just do it
0: <sighs> really I'm really excited to talk to you about my haul.
1: Oh, yeah. You better jump in. I have a couple of books too, but you go nuts. Mine are not important right now. (laughs)
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) I really want to know what you got.
0: So I want to start with the books at the top of the pile, simply because they are at the top of the pile. Mm. Yes. And these were two that were sent to me. As I mentioned, the first one is Please Do Not Touch This Exhibit by Jen Campbell. It's such a good cover. It is. It's a very pretty image and a little spooky and like I like
1: it because it's spooky it's like like circus scary exactly
0: it's a little (laughs) ghostly um so on the back it says that this poetry collection explores disability storytelling the process of mythologizing trauma it talks about Victorian circuses and folklore deep seas dark forests and Jen's experiences with hospitals or relationship with hospitals Mm -hmm. so Jen is a friend that I made a really long time ago on YouTube she has a Great YouTube book channel, which I uh, will definitely link in the description. But I've already seen some of my friends have gotten this as well, and they've been reading it. And I'm like, ah, I'm jealous. So <laughs> now I have it, and now I can read it. So that's very exciting. Hell yeah! Triple congrats to Miss Jen Campbell. Woohoo! Indeed. All right, and then the next one was sent to me by Book of the Month. So I do. I feel like I just wanna clarify how i got this book so that no one everyone's clear i do uh, i did a sponsored video on my channel this month with book of the month so they Mm. sent me some books i wouldn't normally talk about them here because it's for the video but this book is just so perfect for the spooky halloween season that i had to talk about it so it is the Stranger Upstairs by Lisa M. Matlin, which at first glance just you know looks like a thriller
1: thing. Yeah, it doesn't look like an aerial book at all.
0: At all, right? At all, <laughs> exactly. And but then it says, <laughs> the the little uh, tagline is, "Most people wouldn't buy an infamous murder house to renovate for fun, but Sarah is not most people." <laughs> <laughs> Just like you. Just like me. (laughs) So basically, it's about this woman who is a self-help writer and a therapist. And she's bought a, quote, gorgeous Victorian house in the community of her dreams. And she, because she got a really good deal on it because someone was murdered there. Mm,
1: Yep, that'll do it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) and, um, And it says, plus, renovating the house makes for great blog content. And I'm like, it's me. It's about me, right? Okay, like it's like it's true. like a an, a an internet creator renovating a house, mm-hmm. but then everything goes to absolute hell in a handbasket, and it <laughs> says she discovers the house's secrets. She realizes that the deadly legacy has only just begun. <gasps> so I just. <clears throat> thought it sounded so cute and fun for this time of year and like it had
1: a little personal connection to me totally and it sounds like it could be a ghost book which we know you love so
0: which i love so i don't know i'm excited about it i think it sounds really cute and uh i was thinking this might be the first thriller i've ever read if i read it it would be (laughs) the first thriller i don't remember ever reading a thriller
1: it's possible but Hmm. yeah who knows who knows? Okay, so we then went
0: to Lunenburg. So mm. this was—it's a must-do. Okay, it's a must-do. I took you to Lunenburg. I yep. take anyone Loved who visits it. me to Lunenburg because it's only an hour outside of Halifax. So if you're already like in Halifax, it's so worth the visit out to Definitely. Lunenburg. Um, everybody that I know that visits Nova Scotia takes the trip out there because it's a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Anyhow, oh. okay. <laughs> So I showed up to the shop and I was like, I think I have some books to pick up and I go up to the front counter and they're like, Yeah, you have three books that have been sitting here. And I was like, Whoops. Ah. Um but the exciting thing was I'd already
1: paid for them. Ooh, which three <laughs> books. That means they're free.
0: Uh, that's how it felt. Because I was like, I don't remember paying for them.
1: <laughs> I don't know. And therefore I did not.
0: And therefore, I don't know if I did. Okay, so the first one is Amy and Roger's Epic Detour by Morgan Matson. <laughs> now, my buddies uh-huh. out there are thinking, pardon Why? me. Um, I've read this book many a time. It's one of my fave teenage books from when I was a teenager. What happened was a teenager I know, it was their birthday. Uh. I wanted to give them a book. I didn't have time to go to the bookstore, so I just gave them my copy of Amy and Roger's, and then I just... Rebought it for myself so that's a good hack yeah that is a good hack i've done that <laughs> multiple times where i'm like oh i don't have time to go and i was like i wanted to get them this book and i just give them my copy and that's so funny i myself. would have never
1: thought to do that but I love
0: that. <laughs> next up is swimming in the dark by thomas Ooh. jadrowski so you and i talked about this a couple episodes ago mm-hmm. both of us were heavily influenced by elias over at elias reads which is very funny that we both saw that and we were like, I know.
1: It was just like, it was an Instagram story that we both yeah. saw and both connected with him on. <laughs> I think it's awesome. Yeah. So basically, I
0: believe that it's like a bit of a love story between these two men who meet at, or I, yeah, university. So these two men who meet um, at a summer agricultural camp. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if I know what that means, but it says it's set in the 1980s in Poland against the violent decline of communism and a passionate love story between two young men who eventually find themselves on opposite sides of the political oh, divide. No! no! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that love sounds this like cover. it's gonna be
1: devastating and so good.
0: Yeah, but I'm also very excited by the fact that it's really short. It's like 190 pages, so that's yeah. awesome. And then the other one I had to pick up that I'd ordered before was Letters to a Young Poet by Rainer Maria Rilke. Oh, okay. Classic. So if you remember, A couple of months ago, I went to that bookshop and I got one of the bookshops that I needed to visit in Halifax. And Mm. I got a collection of letters between three friends and one of them was Rilke. And I was was like, I know he's famous. I just happened to have never read anything by him, but this seemed like a cool book then on that um because of that episode i got a bunch of people messaging me and Mm -hmm. they were like you've got to read letters to a young poet like it's so good and i was like all right and i looked it up and i found this little edition that i really really like yeah it's so pretty um very like art deco and Mm -hmm. i was like sure i'll i'll grab that one so this is i think it's 10 letters um this guy wrote to rilke and he oh, basically whoa. asked him, like, do you have advice for a young poet? And Rilk was like, see. this is my advice, and sent mm-hmm. him a bunch of letters with like ideas and stuff. And it says the two never met, but over a period of several years, yeah, Rilk wrote them him these ten letters, which have been enjoyed by hundreds of thousands. Yeah,
1: that sounds so. awesome. It
0: sounds great, right? And so little. Okay, so that was Lunenberg. No, it wasn't. Shit, there's two more. <laughs> <laughs> lunenburg is not over yet. <laughs> I saw A Guest in the House by Emily <gasps> Carroll.
1: Oh, Guys,
0: look look at this, really. Oh, look at so this. Good. Oh, my God. So this is Emily Carroll's brand new book that very genuinely just came out like a couple <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah. And obviously, we love her book, Through the Woods. Mm. And it says that, yeah, she lives in Ontario. I remember that she's Canadian, but oh. I didn't remember where. I think I forgot that. <laughs> I don't really even know what this is about. We don't need to know. I don't need to know. <laughs> Sounds it's like a ghost spooky. though again. Yeah, after many lonely years, Abby's just gotten married. She met her new husband, a recently widowed dentist when he arrived in town with his young daughter seeking a new start. Okay. Uh-oh. Abby starts to wonder was Sheila's death really by natural causes? <sighs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love through the woods so much it's just hands down one of the best graphic novels mm-hmm. i've ever read mm-hmm. and gorgeous. this is um yeah her new spooky book had to get it had to <laughs>
1: Could okay visited. this
0: next one is controversial in 18 different directions Ooh, i don't know Sign if i should have bought it okay ah. <laughs> i'm like i've been staring at it and i'm like that was This, I think, is genuinely the most impulse purchase I've done in a really long time. Oh my
1: gosh, I'm so excited. And I
0: slightly regret it. Oh my gosh, I
1: need to know, I need to know. I would
0: really love if people who have read this would message me and tell me if you guys think I would like it, because there's, (laughs) let me just share it. Okay, okay. (laughs) It is The End of August by You Meaty. Whoa. Have you seen this one?
1: No. Okay, first of all,
0: it's so pretty, it's like a very beautiful book. But here's why, here's why I'm nervous about it. Number one, it's huge. It's big. It's really big. I don't read big books. So I don't (laughs) know why I suddenly was like, I'm going to take a leap here. It's 710 pages. (gasps) Oh my God. Number two. Okay. (laughs) And this is, I didn't realize this at the shop. And Mm -hmm. I think that if I had realized it, I wouldn't have bought it. It's huge swaths of it are in verse oh and like kind of like alternative um alternative writing styles like it's just like a little bit sometimes it suddenly breaks into an interview and like the first part seems to be a massive run-on sentence and so it just seems like it's like
1: that sounds appealing to me okay okay
0: (laughs) The third thing, though, is I forgot. This is the author who wrote Tokyo Ueno Station. Oh, I really knew I recognized hated. that name. I we knew I recognized that, that name. We didn't oh, like shit. that book, and I totally forgot until I was like, literally, I came home or or whatever, and I like, like I said, I like looked at it, and I was, and it said right at the beginning or somewhere it said like from the author who brought you to Tokyo Ueno Station, and I'm like, oh no, <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn it.
0: Okay, so this is, those are the reasons why I'm worried about it. Why did gotcha. I pick it up? Okay, yeah. what compelled me? It's so pretty. <laughs> First of all, it's so pretty. That obviously was a massive part of it. But the synopsis literally sounds so good that- Okay, let's hear it. Yeah. The synopsis is about a, it starts with a guy and it's in the 1930s in Japanese-occupied Korea- yeah. The this guy, Lee Wu Chul, was a running prodigy and a contender for the upcoming Tokyo Olympics. So <gasps> sports hook? Hello? And Japanese translated, but yeah. he would have had to run under the Japanese flag, which at the time, Ooh. as you can imagine, would have been really terrible. Yeah. And so I don't think he does it. It doesn't exactly explicitly say that, but I don't think he does it. So then it says nearly a century later is when this book kind of takes place. Oh his granddaughter's living in Japan and training to run a marathon herself. Oh and God. then his ghost appears to train <laughs> her. Oh! <laughs>
1: okay you're gonna love this book like just give it a chance you're gonna uh, love it it sounds amazing doesn't it (laughs) that's so crazy
0: it says a poetic masterpiece that is sprawling that is a sprawling family saga and a feat of historical fiction full of mind-bending storytelling acrobatics the end of August, august is a marathon of literature
1: I mean, I think that sounds great. And okay, here's my question, because you can flip through it and look. The parts that yeah. are in verse, do they look like they'd be really quick to read? Like, are they written in a way no. that like oh. they actually look quite dense? <laughs> Damn it! Like, I was if, thinking I some know. Ellen Hopkins type of vibes. No, it's just just not fly like fly that. Through it. Like, I'm gonna hold this up to uh, oh, yeah, you, and look I'll look show it dense.
0: on the B roll. I don't know if it will show very clearly, but it's just kind of like
1: I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. Okay, maybe what you should do is, as a (laughs) test, try and read the first 20 pages or something and see if you vibe with it. If you really don't vibe with it, maybe which is what i would have done in the
0: shop like if i had realized it was in verse in the shop i would have read the first few pages to see like oh okay actually no this is kind of cool or whatever but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i have really taken myself on a little
1: leap here uh (laughs) oh boy oh boy is that the biggest book you have on your tbr or do you have others that are bigger than that
0: the only one that i can imagine is longer than that is the count of monte cristo
1: (laughs) (laughs) yes yes which i also have that one is very large
0: um all right so then after that we did general shopping in halifax hit up a bunch of different shops and so i don't i won't really go into whatever shops i went into but i will just plow through my little pile here Mm -hmm. i got a used copy of adverbs by daniel handler it was so cheap and i really loved why we broke up by daniel Mm -hmm. handler and i just got excited in the moment and bought this i picked up art wealth and riches by william morris so it's a little Ooh. tiny slim volume oh, I love those editions. Yeah. yeah they're so pretty i really like william morris i have a lot of william morris stuff in my house i have william morris wallpaper william morris oh, curtains cool. william morris lens cloths uh love william <laughs> morris and so i was like um when i saw this i was like i'd really like to read some of his writing i think that would yeah. be cool so that sounded neat this <laughs> Again, I was like, do I? Oh, whatever. I'm on vacation. (laughs) I picked up How to Be Invisible by Kate Bush. So, this is Mm. Kate Bush, who, you know, wrote Running Up That Hill that got really famous Mm because of Stranger Things. Um, This is a collection of her lyrics. Oh, cool. I've never seen that before. I'm not saying it's never been done, but I've never seen that before where it's like uh, collecting her lyrics as if they were poems. Yeah, that's really cool. And I was like, wow, this is so neat. And I started to read through it and I was loving the poems and or, Mm -hmm. I don't know, lyrics. And so I thought, I was like, it would be really cool to like read the the lyrics and like interpret them in the way that I interpret them and then listen to the song. Totally. Would be so cool. So got that guy. That's a fun little project this is a book I'm very excited about
1: this one actually this
0: is a book called The Elements of Style by Strunk and
1: White this is a that's really a cl- that's a classic writing book yeah <laughs>
0: it's a classic book about writing and grammar and um, etc such a and,
1: cool edition, uh, though well that's Damn. the
0: thing I've been meaning to buy this just for ages it's but so i keep ugly. not buying it because i'm like oh eh, whatever but this is um illustrated by myra colman who illustrated oh. uh why we broke up by daniel handler no way yeah oh and i that's love cool. her illustration style and i was like yeah yeah that that's I such had, a
1: cool collaboration i never such knew a that cool that happened
0: project um i love her art i just think it's so beautiful so, so that was I, I was really excited about that find
1: that's a very good find.
0: um and then i got okay we're at sec. we we're at the second last one (laughs) this is really cool i'm curious if you've heard of this one really
1: venco by sheree demoline oh i think i heard about it like just loosely when it came out but i don't know anything about it it looks witchy
0: yeah so (laughs) yeah so sheree demoline is the author of the marrow thieves and also empire of wild which you bought me yes um She's, like, a very popular author here in Canada. She's won, like, so many prizes and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was in a shop, and I saw this, and I was like, oh, I didn't realize she had a new book out. That looks cool. What's that about? And it just sounded so fun, and it said... (laughs) Okay, it says deliciously imaginative and compulsively readable. And I was like, that's what I want. Like I want mm. I I'm really craving just fun books that are like a real ride. Yeah. Like I love true grit because of that this year, where it's just mm-hmm. like you're on a story and you really are you really are invested in the plot, maybe more yeah, than anything I know else. I need to
1: lean into that more too, because plot yeah. is one of my favorite.
0: <laughs> exactly. And so basically it's the main character's name is Lucky. Um, it says she's an or- the orphan daughter of a badass Métis, good times girl. She's barely hanging on to her nowhere life when she finds out that she and her grandmother are about to be evicted from their Toronto apartment. And then one night, dejectedly doing laundry in their building's dank basement, she feels, she finds a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> and on the spoon is etched out the, wor- the letters that spell out Salem. And suddenly Ooh. this like brings up this whole witchy plot line and she has to go find a spo- another spoon to do magic and stuff. Amazing. And I was like, that sounds really,
1: really fun. Yeah, I just realized Venko is like Coven. Coven! But yeah, yeah.
0: Okay, I did not realize that. And the guy at the till, he was like, do you realize that's like Coven? And I was like, my God.
1: <laughs> and I just clued in because I was like, why is the C capitalized? And I was like, oh, yeah. Coven, Coven, yes, it's I so understand. so good.
0: All right, the final book that I bought. I I didn't mean to buy this. And basically, I, I saw it. and I was like, oh, I didn't realize that he had a new book out. Pulled it off the shelf, sat down, started reading it, read the whole thing in the bookshop. And I was like, well, I what? can't read a book and not buy it. That's no, so that's rude. No, that's
1: basically
0: illegal. <laughs> I like, I feel like that's illegal. This isn't a library. And I also loved it. And so I was like, I'm just, I'm just gonna have to buy it. And it is The Skull by Ooh. John Klassen.
1: <gasps> oh, I love his books.
0: So let me talk about this for a sec. John Klassen is a writer and illustrator, primarily of children's books, who was born in Winnipeg, Manitoba, and now lives in LA. He's also an animator who worked on Coraline, Kung Fu Panda 2, amongst others. The Skull is his newest book, published July 11th, 2023, and was inspired by a Tyrolean folk tale.
1: Wow, there's so much about him I didn't know.
0: <laughs> I know, I didn't realize he was an animator. That's really, really That's cool. That's so cool. Um, and I just went to his Instagram to like try and find information about him, and I was like, first of all, why am I not following him? He's so cool. Yeah. But secondly um he has a new show that's come out that he i think that he's animated so that on apple plus or something so uh, wow. he's really moving and shaking i'm gonna have to look <laughs> into that but yeah what is this book all
1: about it looks so cool oh
0: my god it's i'm beautiful obs- i'm obsessed with this book so i loved the book that he did with lemony snicket the dark i oh, yeah always whenever i know someone who has a baby which albeit it hasn't been very often but when that (laughs) happens i always buy them a copy of i want my hat back by john classen because i think it's one of the funniest (laughs) books ever and i know that Mm -hmm. if i was a kid i would love that book yeah um it's about a bear whose hat is stolen and it has a very good ending (laughs) um and so i just i love his art style and i love i love the stories that he tells they're all like a little spooky Mm -hmm. this is almost like a chapter book like it has more (sighs) writing and it is longer than his other picture books yeah it's so beautiful it's so so beautiful and basically it's about this girl otilla who runs away from her home like that's the Mm. first thing that happens she's running away and she's trying to escape and she stumbles upon a house in the woods and there's a skull living there Mm. and they are being hunted by something I don't want to spoil it they are kind of being hunted by something and they have to team up and it's so beautiful like I was like I said I sat in the shop and read the whole thing because I was like I'm so enjoying this. I don't want to stop. Yeah. Um, and I did, I was like, if someone makes me stop, which I would have understood, I was yeah. like, I, I'm just going to buy it and finish it today, like yeah, yeah. outside the shop because I was so invested in it. I am obsessed with this and this is very genuinely going to become the next book I buy for kids. Like if I know anyone who's oh, had a kid or, or has a birthday or whatever, I'm getting them this book. It's fantastic. It is a little scary, but not in a bad scary way, in like yeah. a good spooky way. Maybe like, Coraline, or mm-hmm. you know kids like spooky stuff a little spooky bit of
1: spooks are stuff. totally fine yeah yeah
0: so i really 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 loved this and i was so excited that i read it and i i, was, I literally Do i think i would
1: like it because i really you want would love it now you would okay. love that
0: you would I'm love it it is that. it obviously is a children's book so you'll fly through it if you know i would rec- probably recommend people borrow it from the library because yeah, you're right I've, I've read, read his once. other
1: kids' picture books. I got them from the library and read them because I just wanted They're to so read them good. like a few They're years so ago. Good. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna get all three hat books and read yeah. those and it was such a fun little, it's little, so fun little read. And his art style is unbelievable. Like I, I It's wanna... probably my favorite art style of any kids' books <gasps> I've ever seen. I think yeah. I think so he, he gets me.
0: <laughs> I wanna try looking up if there's prints available from this book because I was like, mm. I'd love to have a print. I really love Otilla. Like she's so badass. And cool, yeah. um, the skull. Good imagery. Oh my god, are you ready? I'm gonna try and hold. This Can you
1: bottom. hold them all at the same
0: time? And I hold them all. What have I done? <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is such a beautifully random haul. I love that. Amy and Roger's epic detourism. <laughs> I there. know that's so funny. It's very funny.
0: Throwback. I had a lot of fun uh, book shopping. I had felt like I hadn't been book shopping in a while mm. of this kind, where it was just like I'm on vacation. I'm gonna go book shopping and have some fun. Mm-hmm. And I do feel like a few of the books are Halloweeny or ghosty. Yeah, it's quite perfect. a few of them. Yeah, so I feel like that's what I said at the beginning when I was like, I have a couple of ghosty fall type things I Mm -hmm. want to prioritize. I'm definitely trying to prioritize those. But Raylene, what about you? What did you buy this week? You said you had a couple things. Yeah, I have a
1: couple books. I didn't actually buy anything. I was sent two books, um, two more manga volumes from Viz Media. So thank you to them for sending these my way. Um, They're kind of random, but uh, let me take you through them. So the first one is Blade of the Moon Princess by Tatsuya Endo. Which is about this Aww. little little lady who I guess is a princess. But I got this because um, it's by the artist who wrote and like um, drew obviously uh, Spy Family, which is an anime that I oh, love. I haven't read yeah. any of the volumes of Spy Family, but I- Kyle and I are obsessed with the anime. Like it's mm-hmm. so so good. So when I saw this on the list, I was like, I have to explore more of what this author has to has to offer. So I got that, and I'm excited about that little fantasy manga. And then. <laughs> so random i got star wars the mandalorian the oh! manga volume one Whoa, so look at little yoda he's his name is grogu <laughs> but yes baby yoda <laughs> people will get mad at you for calling him that i haven't even watched the show but i know that um and yeah so i as i mentioned on the movie tub many many weeks ago probably a few months ago <laughs> yeah. i i had started watching star wars for the first time okay ever. yeah and yeah. kyle and i what we did is every weekend for like nine weeks we yeah. watched a star wars movie every weekend and fun. so i've seen them all now and i still don't really understand a lot of what happens in those movies but they're yeah. God, they're a lot of fun they're sure a lot of fun <laughs> and so i was like you know what i think i want to like explore more star wars stuff and so we haven't started watching mandalorian yet but that's what's up next and then when i saw yeah. this on the list i was like this is too cool to pass up so i may even end up reading that volume before i start watching the show um okay yeah but that's it um so yeah thanks again to viz media for sending those my way my little manga haul i'm so excited to read some manga which is fun actually because the last batch of manga they sent me had like a junji ito horror manga in it as well so maybe maybe i'll read that since it's spooky time it's so, spooky time. It's spooky time. Okay.
0: So those are the things that you got. <laughs> Definitely that was a much shorter segment than my segment yes. about the books. <laughs> I, can <talk laughs> about. I can talk about what
1: I've read. What
0: did you read? Yeah. All right.
1: So I um like I said, I didn't read too much over the past week, but I was listening to an audiobook on my commute and while I was getting ready, and I managed to listen to the whole thing, which was pretty cool. Okay, so cool. I read My Body by Emily Ratajkowski. Emily Ratajkowski is a 32-year-old model and former actress. Her modeling debut was on the cover of the March 2012 issue of the erotic magazine Treats, which led to her appearing in two music videos, Robin Thicke's Blurred Lines and Maroon 5's Love Somebody. Blurred Lines skyrocketed her to fame, helping her land acting roles in gone girl entourage and we are your friends among others most of her career has revolved around her body and her beauty and this book of essays is a chance for readers to learn more about her thoughts her activism and personal life this first of all i just want to say was really great to listen to as an audiobook obviously um, she reads it which is great cool. and this for the first t- i don't know the last time i did this i listened to the whole audiobook on one time speed because I just wanted to oh, listen yeah. to the way she told her story. Didn't want to yeah. speed her up, and it just felt like the perfect way to listen to it. I don't know what made me choose to do that in the first place. I was just like, That's let's funny. take that off of 1.5, <laughs> and not to 1.25. No, no, no. Let's bring it back to one one times speed. It's only like a five-hour so cool. audiobook, so it didn't feel like I needed yeah. to speed it up for any reason. And it was it was the right move. It was really nice to just um, take it at her pace, and. Yeah, so this book, I really, really liked it. I really Mm. enjoyed it, and I highly recommend it. Um, Especially if there's people out there who have maybe ever judged her or judged other models for just like putting themselves out there and kind of hmm. being very forthright about their bodies and sexuality and stuff like I feel yeah. like they, this could make you understand where they're coming from a little bit more and um, hmm. it's so I just found it really interesting for her she just spoke about things very frankly and kind of like didn't hold anything back and there's lots of different situations that she's been kind of put in that she maybe hmm. hasn't had a chance to talk about before these essays came out and so you get to yeah. kind of see a lot of different things from her perspective like like, for example, the blurred lines um, shoot, that whole thing. Obviously, this is a, for those who don't know, is a music video that came out many years hmm. ago with uh, her, it was Emily Radikowski and a couple of other models, and they are topless in the music video. And so a lot of people kind of there was a lot of backlash on it because of that yeah. because it was like wow this is over sexualized and blah 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 but what i didn't realize and she talks about it in an entire essay is that the whole thing was like directed by women and like everybody on set were oh. it was like a women-led huh. thing and it was like yeah. a really lovely atmosphere for them it was not until robin thick and some other men showed up on set that it kind of became uh. tense and not good and bad things like not a lot of yeah. bad things happened but you know people were taken advantage of and stuff. And it was right. just like, oh, so th- it was just like kind of maddening. It was like they were having a good goddamn time until those yeah. men showed oh, up. that's interesting. So it was, yeah, there was lots of interesting stuff like that, like where you just get a different perspective on things that you either maybe not didn't know about or maybe thought of in a certain, a certain context, and she kind of reframes yeah. it, which was really cool. And just really well written. Like she has a really great voice, both in terms of her writing and her mm. actual voice. Um, <laughs> so I highly recommend it. It's a great piece of of like feminist um essays and just kind of cool to get a look into the the industry as well like if you're just interested in the modeling industry and kind of what that looks like
0: yeah it's very
1: very interesting so i really enjoyed it and i can't wait to see what she does next i hope she i really hope she writes another book (laughs) but another
0: memoir down for Rayleigh. another
1: memoir down yeah so that was really nice I was really glad to have read that finally which I realized it was one of the books that I bought right at the end of last year in my head I was like oh I don't know when I bought it and I look back through my spreadsheet I bought it on like December 28th it was one of my it was like
0: a Christmas it was like a
1: crazy Christmas thing so I'm glad that I managed to read it like within that year um but yeah that's the only thing I finished and then I'm still reading Happiness Falls by Angie Kim I'm about half or just over the halfway point now so I can talk about it a, a little bit more so last week I did kind of give The basic premise so it's about a family their dad is missing and um, it's told from the perspective of the 20 year old daughter who has a twin brother and then a younger brother who has um, autism and another syndrome that makes it so he can't speak and so Mm. his communication is kind of difficult so what's interesting about this book as well is that their mom is a korean immigrant and she's also a linguist and so a lot of the book is kind of about like linguistics and how people communicate, yeah. which is really cool. And she kind of did that with Miracle Creek as well. So that's obviously something that she's interested in. And mm-hmm. I, I'm glad that she incorporates it into her books because it's kind of a different, a different take on like a family yeah. drama. Um, but it's really good so far, though. Only thing I'll say is that particularly right in the first few chapters, there was so much foreshadowing that it was kind of driving me nuts. Like it it was just that kind of thing where like, it's a very conversational kind of tone that the the, um, main character has with the reader. And she's like, oh, if only I had known then what I know now, I wouldn't have trusted that person. Like stuff like that. That's just like very overt. And I was like, can we just, can I just read the book and make my own assumptions about these characters? And so I feel like it was kind of trying to steer you to feel a certain way instead of just letting you feel what you wanted to feel um but now that i'm halfway through that's not really happening as much so i think the things are are starting to be revealed that um the foreshadowing was foreshadowing too so other than that though it's really it's really intriguing like because there's there's a whole like police thing there's like A mommy blogger who got a video that's now like a controversy that's happening and it's like oh my gosh there's all these different different layers to um the dad going missing and um kind of what was going on before he went missing and stuff so it has a lot of interesting angles going on and now that i'm in the thick of it and honestly i've got a lot of the party planning kind of done that i was talking about earlier like that was taking up a lot of my brain space uh Mm. i think i'll have some more time to read so hopefully i'll be able (laughs) to finish this puppy by next week so that's spooks. what you're
0: currently reading. Yeah,
1: that's what I'm currently reading. Cool. I'm right in the middle of it. So,
0: that's Okay, well, on. I'm still in the middle of the vo- Diary of a Void. Mm um i just had not have a chance to finish it but i did start something else which was kind of a you know kind of a mistake but yeah Le- it was because lena was here and yeah. she really hyped this book up oh, because okay. she saw i had it on my shelves yeah. she was like have you read this i was like no and she was like oh my god like you need to read this right like right away blah, yeah. blah blah you're you're gonna love it and i got so excited that i took it to bed that night and <laughs> i started reading it yeah. and i was like ah this is so fun so i started reading 84 charing cross road oh okay and it, yeah, by Helen Henth. This is the story of Helen Henth. It's a true story. Oh, and right. it's just, um, it's just a bunch of letters back and forth between her and this bookshop. So the bookshop, it was at 84 Charing Cross Road. And mm-hmm. it was a bookshop that was a like rare um, and antique books, but also they kind of just help her find anything. Mm. So it was written in 1949. It's post-war and she's in America and they're in england okay in london and so basically she it all starts by her just sending them a letter (laughs) it's very exciting it's actually very exciting it's i'll just read the first letter because it's really short gentlemen your ad in the saturday review of literature says that you specialize in out-of-print books the phrase antiquarian bookseller scares me somewhat (laughs) as i equate antique with expensive I am a poor writer with an antiquarian taste in books and all the things I want are impossible to get over here except in very expensive rare editions or in Barnes and Noble's grimy, marked-up schoolboy copies. (laughs) I enclose a list of my most pressing problems. If you have clean, second-hand copies of any of the books on the list for no more than $5 each, will you consider this a purchase order and send them to me? Very truly yours, Helen Hanf. Or Helene Hanf. I love that. So that's how it starts. And then he responds, like, the guy who works with the booksellers responds, and he's like, yeah, we have some of those books. We've sent those over. Have a good day. Yeah. But then she starts getting kind of crazy. She <laughs> reminds me of me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, she, like, responds, and she's like, um why did you send me that book? Like that, I, it made me sad. I, I didn't really like it. And she's like, could you send me another one of like this kind? And she's like, the weather is kind of weird here today. Like yeah. she's just very chatty. Um, And I just, I'm like, I wish I could talk to her, like write to her. She sounds so fun. Yeah. But basically they become really good friends, her and the main bookseller at that shop. And they it's about their friendship and their letters over uh, like a decade. So is the or whole or thing maybe?
1: written in letters or are there like in between? Yeah, lists? it's all letters. <gasps> it's
0: all the actual oh, letters. That sounds cool. Um, she start she starts sending them food rationings because they, like she buys them like a big christmas ham because it's post-war england they mm-hmm. just like don't have any food and she's just like sending them gifts all the time and they're like thank you so much like we were able to make a cake for our children for christmas Aww. and it like already has made me super emotional yeah and like I'm that just sounds like, like a this... really
1: heartfelt like
0: yeah that's but. the thing and if it feels a little like it has some of the vibes of a nora Ephron movie mm-hmm. like you've got mail and yeah. when harry met sally because it's like you know, it's letters and it's people writing about books, and yeah, it's yeah. it just feels and like gift giving. It just feels very wonderful. So I'm reading that and really liking it. Um, okay, I have a question now, for you. Oh, what yeah. uh,
1: what's going on with breasts and eggs?
0: Oh, <gasps> I forgot about it. <laughs> I literally forgot about it until you just said that. <laughs>
1: How go. funny is that? Yeah, because you hadn't mentioned it I last week, and I was going to ask. But then I was like, I'll just let it slide. It. We'll see what happens next week. But yeah, That's I forgot. So but i literally you have a problem area. i have a problem <laughs> i do i have a
0: problem um all right well uh sh- quickly shifting that aside <laughs> let's do some book news <laughs> rip out your landline phone, and get ready to form some attachments, Rainbow Rowell is back with her first adult novel in a decade. Oh my gosh,
1: that took me on such a journey. I thought there was gonna be a different type of news, but yes, go on. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Slow Dance. Mm. It's a
0: standalone. It follows two best friends from their teenage friendship to their adulthood, mm. and it's due out the summer of 2024. Yeah, that's far away. It is kind of far away, but I will be reading it. <laughs> yep. Start baking bread and calling up your evil exes. <laughs> we have a release date for the Scott Pilgrim anime. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well done.
0: It'll be out November 17th,
1: 2023. Oh my it's like almost a birthday present to me. It's It's so soon.
0: Yeah, you're right. Um, it is so soon. We should watch and that. I was at the same time. so excited. I was so excited. We let's, should watch
1: that together. Yeah, let's watch it together.
0: <clears throat> Library extends deadlines during crisis. I decided not to make this one funny because it's very not funny. <laughs> <laughs> the okanagan region was hit with devastating fires over the last few weeks mm. as you guys know i used to live there yeah. um and apparently i'm still on the mailing list for the library oh and i got an email so this was like i didn't even read this i just got an email and That's i was crazy. like wow this is so interesting i want to put this in book news because it was really cool i got an email that said quote um, they were talking about all of the storm or the fires and everything. And they said, the last thing we want is for anyone to be concerned about library holds, returns, and lost or damaged items. All library material that is overdue or damaged as a result of fire will be forgiven. Aww. I thought that was really beautiful. And like, obviously quite sad, but also just touching. I just, yeah. it felt like a touching librarian moment. It really so is. Like, yeah. Shout out to those librarians. Okay. Dragon riders, get ridin'! <laughs> okay i'm really excited about this one <laughs> christopher Paolini is releasing, releasing a new book in the oh. aragon universe <gasps> the book is called murtaugh i think it i don't know, you know it's right. one of those fantasy yeah. words it comes out this november oh. and the author who famously wrote aragon when he was only 15 years old okay. says quote it's the novel i've been waiting to write for over 13 years wow So, I thought that was interesting. That's wild. Okay. My final one. I think this is actually my favorite one. Ooh, Jay-Z. More like easy book access. (laughs) Okay.
1: (laughs) What does Jay-Z have to do with this? (laughs) I
0: love your okay. Um, Alrighty. The, Brook- the Brooklyn Public Library teamed up with rapper Jay-Z to make limited edition library cards that feature Jay-Z-related iconography and art. I think it's all of the covers from his solo albums. Yeah. Um, and it's caused a surge in library card signups.
1: Why did they do had, that? Quote.
0: Yeah. They've had, quote, almost five times the average number of visitors Whoa. and an increase in checked out items. Oh, good. Unquote, so they're not just getting because, cards and leaving. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because of their collaboration, that was in part done to celebrate the 50th birthday of hip hop. If we remember that was kind of happening. That is crazy. Wow. I thought
1: that was so cool. That I is like, so cool. Wait a
0: second. Go Jay-Z, Z, go.
1: could be sick. They could. Yeah. My library card is so ugly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I feel like most library cards are just just a basic white card. It says the name of the library, yeah. maybe with their logo, and then boring information on it. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it could be a really pretty thing that you hire a local artist to design. Yeah, I'd or like whatever. That.
1: Local but library then I was like, shout out. Hey, you wanna? Yeah, I never even thought cool. about doing
0: a limited edition card and collaborating with people. Yeah, that's really I'm like, cool. Uh, that's such a random I idea, hope- but I love it. I know. I love whoever at the Brooklyn Public Library thought that up. <laughs> Kudos. That was a genius publicity move. That's really, really cool. Okay, that's most of my book news um that I needed to catch up on because we haven't had we haven't done book news in a long time. Yeah. I, maybe I'll just throw the other two out there because i I felt like I had too many. but basically the trailer for Percy Jackson came out, Ooh. and I know a lot of people were excited about that. And the trailer for Foe came out, which i'm I'm excited about. I did it's watch like Sear Sear Ronan's new movie and it's a book to movie adaptation, so that's exciting. hell yeah, there you have it, people. There you have it. Will I read any of these dozens of books I just hauled? A baker's dozen!
1: I hope so. (laughs) I think I will. I think I will because a lot of them are spooky. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. As soon as I'm done, Happiness Falls, I'm like, what am I going to read next? It's got to be spooky. This is like my lead into spooky. I feel like a mystery or thriller is a good gateway to spooky. Yeah, totally. Maybe you should start with your thriller.
0: Thank you, everybody, for hanging out with us. It's so much fun to get to do this podcast. And we're so grateful to everyone who listens, to everyone who shares it. Like podcasts really do depend on word of mouth. So if you like our show, please think about sharing it with a friend or a mom. Moms like the show a lot. Yeah. Um, Or just a buddy, I don't know. (laughs) And um, thank you so much to our patrons. We are getting horrifyingly close to our goal of 5,000 a month, which would mean we have to dye our hair peach. Yes am I mentally prepared for that? No.
1: We better start getting mentally prepared for it because it's coming. Because it's going to happen. It could happen within, like, oh my god. It could be before the end of the year if people go crazy, or if not, (sighs) we'll be looking at peach hair in 2024 for sure. Wow. Yeah.
0: (sighs) There you have it. We're going to go record our (laughs) Patreon mini podcast, our bonus podcast we do there every week, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.